you're listening to Double Exposure with Sophia Lemon and Petro, a show by photographers for photographers, a show dedicated to photography and business. Today's show is made possible by Camera Canada. Shop online for your equipment at cameracanada.com. And here's Petro and Sophia. Welcome back, uh, Double Exposure Show with Petro and Sophia, episode seven today. Uh, episode seven means week seven. We've been alive for seven weeks. How cool is that? <laughs> We've been alive for a little bit longer than seven weeks. I would well, love to that's true. say. <laughs> as a as a as this as a double exposure show entity. Yeah. 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 So, um, well, we always start with what's new, and uh, I always seem to go first. Today, I want to turn the tables and uh, let you take it, Sophia. Oh, this is exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like my shirt, Petro? What a what a great looking shirt. I know, I know. <laughs> I only see the top portion though. But it's pretty much the same all the way down. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I actually it's not just like tie-dye or anything? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I spent the last few days in Toronto keeping my mother company while she had meetings. Um, and I feel like I've been on the road like so much already. Like next Monday, I'm going down to Toronto again with my friend Kevin and we're visiting with uh, my friend Carolyn and we're doing some shopping. And then next weekend is the Photo Chicks um, getaway, annual getaway. It's going to be my first time going. So this is that group of women that I told you about in the first episode who once a year get together at the end of wedding season to sort of decompress. And yeah, they invited me. So... We're going to see how that goes. I've asked them if I can wear exclusively sweatpants, and they said, heck yes. No kidding. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to that. That's awesome. <laughs> and do you officially call yourselves the photo chicks? Um, I don't think I have ever officially called myself a chick, but I guess that's okay. what I qualify as now. So, Well, well congratulations. I, Thanks. I, I'm, I'm thinking that's something appropriate to say. <laughs> cool. That sounds exciting. And... Um, Look at you all grown up. Um, I thought we were friends, but you never come visit me in London. What's going on? Actually, I was thinking about that. I'm probably going to have to do that soon. <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. It's just now, an hour longer to drive to London than it is to drive to Toronto. <laughs> so That's true. Although the driving is far less stressful. Far more boring, but far less stressful. That's for sure. Yeah, I haven't made the drive to Owen Sound yet, but I remember going to Tobermory. Well, I'm thinking this is seven years now, um, seven years ago to photograph a wedding. And it seemed like I was never going to get there. Yeah. Uh, turn right, turn left, turn right, yep. turn left. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> like, that's, where, um, that's where the trip is next next weekend. The photo chicks get together. It's in Tobermory. And it takes two hours to get to Tobermory from my place. Like, Oh, I had no idea. I thought I know. you were a hop, a skip, and a jump away. Well... I mean, in rural speak, pretty much, yeah. But it still takes two hours to get there. Like, it's a long trip. Crazy. So, hmm. yeah. It was one of my favorite weddings that I photographed, actually. It was in, in Tobermory. Um, I tackled it by myself. It was something new for me. I mm. always worked with uh, another photographer. I think probably we started uh, around noon. And so I got to sleep in. I got to go sleep in was like 8 a.m and (laughs) i got to go for a walk around the water it it was really cool so uh really sort of um 
decompressed, if you will, or if that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, it's a n- it's a nice what, spot to decompress. That's for sure. Yeah, it was so good, and I've and I always said I'm going to go back and uh, just not really the term vacation, but go back to hang out there or go back for a trip there. And I honestly have never been back, which is sad. Very sad. Well, let me know when you want to go up and I will go up with you for sure. I went up there um, hiking uh, this September with, Mm -hmm. with my friend and his kids. And it was, it's just nice. It's pretty quiet. No, that's a lie. In the summer, it's not quiet at all, but still it's, you're in the middle of nowhere. You're like, so it it's feels fun. it feels more yeah. relaxed than you know downtown yeah, Toronto they... where people are hooting and hollering at you, which by the way <sighs> happened to me the other nice. day. Nice, yeah, well, not at all. Saying not it nice sarcastically. Good. Saying it sarcastically. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, not enjoyable. Hmm. I guess I've never had that happen to me, so it's I'm a little envious that I don't get that. But I'm sure if I got it, I wouldn't like it. <laughs> yeah. But once yeah. you actually get it, it feels weird. It does. I know. I know. I can, I can't relate, but I can imagine. <laughs> so what's well, up with you, Petro? Well, we sold our house. Oh, you did? Okay. That's yeah, awesome. It's Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. It's signed the papers. It feels like four months of work is finally paying off. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, it only took four months because, you know, trying to juggle a busy schedule of uh, being a photographer, being an instructor, um, being a couple other hats I wear you know and uh well even today we kind of started late <laughs> yeah and you know, <laughs> I, I noticed um, that <laughs> so we, we were talking uh, about uh, coming up with ideas for future episodes and I was thinking um not photography related but how but something that relates to photography and I thought about uh doing a time management uh episode and uh, uh, just an episode about uh, efficiency and workflow and things like that. Yeah. So, um, pencil that in because I think that could be a big one. That sounds and, awesome. Uh, yeah. So looking forward to that. And a lot of other things that are new is just, you know, it's that time where we're doing a lot of post-production. Just uh, some orders are coming in. I have clients calling me, asking me the deadlines for... Uh, printing canvas uh, deadlines for albums and uh, so it's good some post uh, wedding sales are happening yeah and uh, that's that's about it Uh, that's something you have to be thinking about before Christmas right so I'm trying to get Christmas card orders in and stuff and um, trying to tell people you know who want to order canvases so I sent a couple canvases to you the other day that are going to be Christmas presents and trying to remind people that you know, you got to get this in or it might not arrive before Christmas. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, and, I, and I actually have a pretty realistic deadline set of December 4th at the mm-hmm. moment. Yeah, Reality that seems is, reasonable. It, yeah, yeah. If, somebody, if somebody calls me up until the 12th, they can still get it. <laughs> but uh, let's try to keep that a secret now that it's, all, it's out there in the, yeah. in the internet. Shh, no one universe. tell anyone. <laughs> so... Absolutely. And uh, um, I didn't realize how much work there, there will be um, at the new house. It, when we bought it, it's, it felt like everything was done here, but it's got a much bigger yard. So the leaf raking is taking forever <laughs> and, and it's got a lot more trees. So trimming them down before winter, all of that, it's just taken forever. And 
So it's really throwing a wrench into my time management. Um, but uh, something else that's really new that I'm really excited about is I got a new printer. And ever since I started printing uh, as, a, as a business, I kept everything outside of the office, outside of the house. Uh, so outside of the home office, it's always been at the studio. Uh, there's a dedicated space, there's a dedicated production space. And I finally purchased a Canon Pro 1000, thanks to our friends at Camera Canada. And it's now at home. So I can do a lot of uh, small work from home, uh, from the office at home, and uh, not have to go to the studio if it's just a small order. And I'm actually really excited to start using it. I did some That's preliminary awesome. testing and it's just incredible. It's really giving uh, my Epson a run for its money. I do have yeah. to admit that the Epson is a lot easier to use though. <laughs> and <laughs> it's just so that's that's actually it's funny I, I always say that I'm not really a gear guy or I'm not really uh, into gadgets you know new cameras don't really excite me but uh, I am excited by this uh, this Canon printer and um, really happy about it so. so I just unpacked the uh, canvas order that you sent me mm -hmm. um, oh. and I didn't realize how adorable like the three quarter inch frames would be. <laughs> they are adorable. I know. I know. I, I pulled them out of the box and I went, this seems awful small. And then I'm looking at the other canvases that I have in here that you printed and I have some two inch and then I have mm -hmm. some one inch frames and the three quarter inch are so cute. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you kind of like them a little bit better? I don't know about better, but for the small sizes, it definitely makes more sense. I think they're more the, compact. Yeah. They feel I more sturdy though. They, they will. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because the frame itself is wider. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I used to do, well, I still do it to this day. When I, if, if I sell a client or if I order one myself for my own personal use, a small canvas, I will do a thin frame. However, if it's a series of small canvases that are going together to create like a triptych or a, a collage on the wall, I will actually go really, really thick, even thicker than the <laughs> frames that I give you now. Um, but uh, lately I started doing the thin three quarter inch frames for a lot of canvases and I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. It's just, it's almost like a cleaner look. It's not as, uh, it still has the canvas look to it, but it mimics closely the canvas that you would get, uh, like like if you commissioned a painter to paint on mm -hmm. a canvas. It's it's almost like that's the thickness that they would put it on. Yeah. And so. Yeah. And I'm really and really liking uh, doing the white borders um, rather than doing kind of like a gallery wrap. Yeah. Thanks. I'm, I'm digging the white borders. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I started with the white borders and then I went to the black borders and then I really like the black borders and then I started doing a lot of gallery wraps and mm -hmm. I'm talking for myself. I mean, clients, yeah. they've, been, they've been choosing white borders forever. And I always said, hmm. oh, why are you, why are you doing white? It's, yeah. it, it's well, going to get dirty when you handle it. <laughs> it's really convenient for me because white would be the branding for my logo. Absolutely. So that's perfect. So it, it's working out really well for me. Yeah. Um, they I, look good in the, in the background on, uh, behind you there. Oh, thanks. See them. Thank you. See them picking up. <laughs> So I am going to switch gears a little bit before we ramble for too long. And we have some more reviews. 
that I Ooh. think we should read. Yeah. I purposely haven't been looking. I have to admit. Well, we're at about 13 um, ratings, I think. And then we okay. have some reviews. So apparently there are two different things. So you can go to doubleexposure.show slash iTunes and you can give us a five-star rating. But what we would really like to see is giving us a five-star rating with a review. So that is typing in a little bit of a message into the box and posting that. Mm -hmm. So I have some of those to read. If you are just giving us a five-star rating with no text, we won't be able to thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Well, we're, we're, we're able to thank them. Thank you, guys and girls. Well, yes, we can thank you. We just can't say your name, which is unfortunate. Yeah. So. I know. Um, I'm going to start with Mae Evans, who says, love this podcast, love the variety, love that it's from two people in the field and relating to real life in the, and in the now stories. Sorry, it's very small text right now. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot wait to keep listening to these to and from my sessions and weddings. Keep up the great work, Petro and Sophia. Mm. All right. Thank awesome. you, Mae. Uh, the next one, I hope I'm saying this right, is Fina Oxide. Fina Oxide? <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. This person says a little bit of everything. Some makes you think. <laughs> some makes you laugh. Love it! Exclamation mark. Ah, uh, thank I you. Know. Yay. So the next one, and I am particularly fond of this one, is from Benjamin Edward. Woohoo. Uh, and he says... Ben. He says in the title for his review, it's like listening to old friends while I work. And then it says, wait, that's because I am. You have been keeping me company and making me giggle while I retouch photos. Keep it up. So for those that's of you great. who do not know who Benjamin Edward is, Benjamin Edward is a pretty good friend of ours. Um, he's a graphic artist um, in Toronto and he did all of my branding. So he redid my logo as a watercolor and he's actually doing some artwork for the podcast right now, which we're super excited about. And if you have looked on well, Petro's and my Facebook pages, then you will get a little bit of a preview of it. <laughs> yeah. I was going to so, say some of you have already seen a little sneak peek, oh yeah. um, yeah. as we kind of let the, let the cat out of the bag. Now, um, just to, just to correct something, May says that she likes to listen to photographers that are uh, out in the field. Uh, I don't record out in the field; I record from <laughs> from my house. So, uh, I am a little bit of I am field adjacent. Okay, I that was just I a little bit out, of a dad joke. If I, <laughs> well, if I if I look out my window, I can literally see the field. Hey, field. I'm envious of that. Kind it's of, nice. I, I, lo I love living where I am now. It's so quiet. and um, The city's only 20 minutes away, so yeah. I, I'm, I'm never moving back in. <laughs> <laughs> Can't make me. <laughs> so, um, but uh, another exciting uh, thing uh, to switch gears a little bit more again is you had the opportunity to talk with a special guest. Yeah. And uh, tell us a little bit about this guest. So this guest is Melissa Cranny, and she is one of my friends who is also a part of the Photo Chicks group. And I think she's probably the biggest reason why I'm a part of the Photo Chicks group now. Nice. <laughs> For some reason, she thinks ask. I'm fantastic. <laughs> well, wait so, till she gets to know you a bit more. I know. So I really like Melissa and I like her work. And um, I think our work, we have similar styles and ways of thinking. So um, I had asked... Melissa to photograph a wedding for me this year and hopefully mm -hmm. we'll be doing more of that in the future um, but there were some complications with her photographing that wedding for me um, 
because she's pregnant. Woo! So hmm. this is an issue that, you know, female photographers who decide to have children will have. It's not Absolutely. an issue that I have had or will anticipate having any time in the future. So um, I decided I'd better talk to someone who knows a little bit about it. And mm -hmm. Melissa is on baby number four. So she has quite a bit of experience with this. So yeah. I had a chat with her about having young kids and running a photography business, how you deal with clients when you're pregnant um, and how you juggle being a parent and running a small business at the same time. Now, you had Absolutely. a chance to listen to a little bit of it, correct? I did, yes. Yep. Yeah, and I, um, I'm i a little scared if I ever have, <laughs> if I ever have children. <laughs> well, thankfully, you don't have to do the painful work. That's right. That's unless, right. Unless Hannah uh, is very strong and squish, squishes your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Which she is. And um, to tell you the truth, uh, you know, being married... Uh, moving forward kids are obviously always in the back of your mind and um, I'd have to say that uh, it's one of the biggest fears uh, and I'm not afraid of it personally as it affecting my business I'm actually afraid of you know uh, having my business uh, sort of consume me and not make me available for my family so it's really interesting to hear a perspective uh, Melissa's perspective on Man, you know, managing all of that and uh, mm -hmm. juggling everything. So, but uh, I don't want to give too much away. I think we should just uh, see what Melissa has to say. Yeah, let's get to it. Hey, Melissa, how are you? I'm well, thank you, Sophia. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Good. <laughs> so, Melissa, for our listeners, can you tell them a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your business, where you got started, how long you've been around, and what you do? Sure. Wow. That was a lot of questions all at once. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I told you I was a little nervous. Okay. So <laughs> my name is Melissa Cranny. I have a business called Madam Shutterfly Photography, um, previously known as Melissa Cranny Photography. I have been in business for 10 years and um, I got started, I guess, basically just I uh, was the girl with the camera and uh, eventually kind of evolved. And my husband, as a, our first year anniversary wedding gift, uh, bought me my first real camera, so a DSLR. It was a, a Nikon D50, and that's where it all began. And, uh, yeah. All right. So you, most, you mostly shoot weddings, right? I do. I do yeah. uh, mostly weddings, a lot of people pictures. So um, pregnancy, family, children, um, even a bit of birth photography, which is a little harder to sort of make it all kind of come together <laughs> with a busy schedule. But uh, anything involving people, I love to shoot. Amazing. Um, so the reason that I have you on today um, is because you have a very different experience that you can share with our listeners that I cannot because you are a mother of well, 3.5 children. So you're pregnant. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and you are due when? Uh, my due date is January 4th. Mm -hmm. So I have, I have about 10 weeks to go with um, baby number four. Yeah, mystery baby. Mystery baby. Yeah, we yeah. never find out what we're having. We just, uh, we know it's a baby. We hope it's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So I just 
I really want to pick your brain about how you do it, how you run a photography business for 10 years um, with a growing family and how you do it when you're pregnant and how you do it when you're on maternity leave and just how you make it happen. So could you tell me a little bit about your first pregnancy, your first child and how that worked with running your business? Sure. So 10 years ago, uh, our oldest daughter, Jolie was about to be uh, born into the world. So a couple of weeks uh, prior to her birth was when we celebrated our first year anniversary when I received my camera and and all of that. Um, She was born and obviously, like you do with all your children, but mainly the first one is you go a little camera crazy. (laughs) So I just started taking photos that way of her. um, And that's kind of how the ball sort of started to roll for me, um, with respects to starting a business. Um, it was challenging. I'm not going to lie. The first year I had a lot on my plate, which seems to have carried on throughout the course of the 10 years, only sort of evolved in a different way. So I had Jolie, um, I was working full time. I became the president of our local camera club new baby. Um, my husband and I had been together for about eight years. We were married for one year. And of course, like they say, that first year of marriage is really difficult. Um, it was super challenging. We didn't know what we were doing. Things just sort of literally overnight just sort of blew up with respects to people wanting me to come and photograph different things. I had no idea what I was doing business-wise. It just kind of happened overnight and I was trying to juggle everything. I don't know if I was necessarily doing the best job at that point Mm because I really had no idea what I was doing as a wife, as a mother, as a photographer, business owner, but we made it through that first year. Barely, but we did. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it was really challenging kind of trying to find balance. And I think even now, 10 years later, trying to find balance is something that we are constantly trying to achieve. Obviously, a big growing family requires a lot of attention. Um, So from Jolie, we just, we learned. Um, I couldn't have made it this far without my husband. He has been, uh, the first year, he was like, I don't know what we've got ourselves into. He knew (laughs) it was going well. Right. (laughs) He knew it was going well, but everything was so new for him, just like it was for me. And we just really didn't know what we were doing. So it's, taken some time to learn um, just how much is involved in like going out to shoots and having to, I mean, he's a, he's a great dad. So, you know, solo parenting just comes with the territory. So he understood that, but I was just so busy and just maybe taking on so much that it was just, it was overwhelming. So um, yeah, that was 10 years ago. And then we had our son and he was Um, I guess there's almost five years between the first two. So by then we kind of knew what to expect. I could sit down and say, okay, I'm going to cap myself at X number of weddings in a year, which was really important, but really hard at the same time because you are excited for your new venture. You love the financial aspects that are coming in. You're excited about that. Um, And you kind of forget, like, there's more people who are going to need your time. So, again, the whole balance factor comes into play. And uh, we just we just kind of take each day as it comes and just try to learn from our mistakes. The the very first year when I went into business, I had probably taken on 
It had to have been about 30 weddings. Um, again, still working full time with the new baby and all of that, that I will never do again. Like that is just, too, I know that that is way too much for me because mm-hmm. that wasn't including family sessions and all the different portrait sessions. Well, that's that a, that's a lot for a group of photographers to do. So it was crazy. It, yeah. Doing it as a first time mother and, you know, solo business owner, that's pretty intense. Yeah. I was just really eager. I was really eager to just dive right in. I was excited. I was so happy at how excited people were to contact me and want me to do things for them. I was like, this is really cool, but you can definitely really quickly burn yourself out. So you have to really sort of listen and take everything into account. Like, how is everyone dealing with all of this? Am I, am I divvying up my time accordingly? And I, I wasn't in the beginning. So that has taken some time to learn. And by baby number three, who just turned two a couple of weeks ago, I think we, I think we have found a happy medium <laughs> and we just try to do our best and communicate. And I try to limit myself. And in that time when I was pregnant with our, our third, um, hiring a assistant, I have an assistant now, her name is Carly. Um, I really honestly don't know where I would be without her because she's been a huge help with all of this. Mm-hmm. I've, really heard, I've heard really good things about Carly from you. <laughs> yes, she is wonderful. So she sort of looks after the back end of everything, so to speak. Um, when I put the shout out that I was looking for an assistant, I was very specific in what I was looking for. I knew that I didn't want to take on an apprentice, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't looking for a second shooter. I wasn't looking for someone who was wanting to sort of come on board, learn how to shoot with the intentions of opening up their own business. Uh, what I was looking for was someone to assist on the back end with responding to emails, setting up bookings, answering questions, because as I'm sure you know, that takes up so much time, the correspondence, oh, yeah. the email correspondence. So I kind of started tracking what was taking up a lot of time and that the, uh, the back end part of it, I guess was taking up quite a bit of time. So having Carly come on board, she solely looks after all of the correspondence and it has made things so much easier. It's so great. Yeah, that's a really smart idea. I was saying this to you before we started recording, but I feel like sometimes doing it myself and I don't have any kids to look after um, is a lot of work for one person. So doing it it with, like I said, 3.5 kids... um, Mm -hmm plus a husband. That's <laughs> that's a lot of effort to put into a business. It is. Goodness gracious. It is. But no, she's been really great. And I know in talking with other photographers, um, friends of mine, they often, a lot of questions come, come with that. Like, I, I don't know if I can afford an assistant. Um, I don't know what I would let my assistant do. Like, I don't know what I'd want her to do. I don't know what I'd, what I'd be looking for. I think you have to just really sit down and sort of map out what is important to you, what you want to hold on to, what you're willing to give up, which was a challenge too, because I'd come, you know, almost seven, eight years just doing this by myself. It was really hard to sort of delegate and let go of some things. But I think if you find the right person, um, it makes that job really easy and, or easier anyway. There was uh, 
Yeah. I, I think that's an important point that, that people should hear is that, you know, you don't necessarily have to do it on your own. Um, that's right. And I totally understand if, you know, a lot of this is stuff that you really want to do yourself. So I do pretty much absolutely everything myself, except that I don't do printing and I don't do my own accounting. So I very gladly hand my accounting off to someone else, but you've gone a step further and you, you have her answer emails for you and uh, do scheduling and everything like that. Um, And I think people should, you know, they should know that they don't have to do it on their own. You know, you have your strengths um, Mm -hmm. play into them. And if you need, hire someone to do the other parts. (laughs) Yeah. And you'll, you know, you'll, you'll figure it out. Like it, I knew it wouldn't be easy. I bet you like, we're still learning certain things because doing, having your own business for so long, you know, how you like to respond to an email, you know, how you like to do certain things. So, um, when she first came on board, just sharing kind of how, how you like things done. Um, she was really good at asking. She's like, I want to, I want to be the voice of Madam Shutterfly without being Madam Shutterfly. <laughs> so she's been, she was really good to um, just sort of take on that role and ask the questions. And um, if she wasn't sure, you know, she would just, she would ask. And, and I've been really super <laughs> grateful for her and um, really impressed. And I, I hope that she doesn't ever leave me <laughs> yeah. because she's been so great. And it's, it's taken a long, a long time to find our niche, but she is, um, she's exceptional. She, I can, I can't say enough about her. She's awesome. That's really fantastic. Yes. So I want to get into the pregnancy aspect of it a little bit. Um, and I hope that you're, you're willing to share with our listeners, your experiences. Um, I know that after you had Jolie, um, you did experience some postpartum depression, correct? I did. I experienced postpartum depression with my first two. Mm. Luckily, with the third one, um, I did not. So with that comes its challenges for Mm -hmm. sure. Yes. So were you doing shoots and everything um, while you were dealing with postpartum depression? Yes. So when I was with Jolie, like when I first had Jolie, I didn't recognize that what I was suffering from was postpartum. Um, I didn't fully understand until my second came around. I, I recognized the signs I did find in some of my, my work. I just, I found like kind of like a block. Um, although I didn't really recognize what was going on at the time, uh, it became a little more familiar and it, it did pose some challenges. Um, it, it did make things a little difficult, but definitely knowing the signs made it through and and did not suffer with that the third time around, which was, I was really grateful for. Yeah, definitely. So when you had Hoxley, um, your second child, did you speak to a doctor about postpartum depression or how did you deal with it? I did. Um, I didn't write off right from the beginning because again, I was still a little unfamiliar. I just assumed with what I had gone through with Jolie, you hear about the baby blues. Clearly, when you start talking about what you have on your plate and what I had on my plate uh, was plenty at that time. So I kind of just associated it with just, you know, biting off more than I could chew at that point. With Hoxley, I did try to sort of um, 
watch how much I was taking on. And then I, I started noticing some things. I just felt really overwhelmed. And I think I put a lot of pressure on myself to uphold this business and uphold my wifely duties, my motherly duties. And um, I think anyone uh, that has multiple children could could say that you kind of learn as you go along. Like you, you don't have to be perfect at all of these things. And I still had a really successful photography business that was still really taking off and really busy. And I did fall into that um, with Hoxley, but I did go and, and just talk to the doctor about it and um, just got a nice support group going and just having some changes. You know, I leaned on my husband a lot, um, just had a nice network of friends. And at that point, um, PPD wasn't something that everyone talked about, but it is sort of evolved a little bit. So more people were talking about it. More people recognized that we were all kind of going through a similar, some of us more than others, similar situation. And Mm -hmm. that's sort of how I got through that. Awesome. All right. And now with baby number four. Yes. So what made you to decide to go for baby number four? Can you give us a little <laughs> bit of detail that way? Like, well, I, I know that we've talked about this, about people, yes. people think you're crazy for having they four do. kids. They think we're crazy. Um, can you still hear me okay? Yep. Okay, perfect. Sorry. Um, we, I guess when we first met, um, we've just always really enjoyed and really loved children, we anticipated having a family. I don't think, well, I guess my husband always said he wanted four. Before I met my husband, I said I just wanted one, a girl, <laughs> and I'd be happy with that. Well, I had my one girl. Yep. Things seem to work out pretty well. We make a pretty good team. We're good at the whole divide and conquer aspect of our relationship and when it comes to kids. Uh, once we got to number three, we just, something just felt like we weren't quite done yet. So we're like, you know, we're, we're going to be 40. He's going to be 40. I'm soon to be 40. I still have a couple of years before I get there. But <laughs> like, well, if we're going to do this, we might as well do it now. We've always sort of jumped in and just gone for it. So we're like, let's just, we'll, we'll try this one more time. And then I think we can close the chapter on the the cranny clan yeah. <laughs> after this. Focus yeah. on raising them, I guess. <laughs> Focus on, yep, raising them. So yeah, That's the past awesome. 10 years, we've been having children, it mm. seems like. So oh, we're ready yeah. for that next chapter. Yeah. <laughs> That's really awesome. Um, it is awesome. So how do you two divide the labor as parents when you're, you know, working another job and then running your own business and your husband is working a job? How how do you share all of the responsibilities of having kids, having a home, getting everyone where they need to be, getting you where you need to be? <laughs> um, well, I think the most important thing would be communication, huge communication and shared Google calendars. Ah. <laughs> I think that's, that helps us. We have a calendar on the fridge. Um, we touch base quite a bit. He works full time outside the home Monday to Friday. Um, I try to, you know, our kids are in school, um, the youngest is in daycare. So just sort of scheduling around, um, working schedules, you know, making sure that we schedule family time. It just basically comes down to communication. Um, 
I will let him know sort of when I'm getting close to my max for taking on weddings in a year. And then he'll always know what what weekends I'm sort of spoken for. And obviously he's here and he solo parents and we make it work somehow. We make it work. Yeah, good partnership, it sounds like. It is a good partnership. I mean, it's not always easy. Um, But I think we have we've sort of worked out the kinks along the way. There's always going to be things that we'll have to to work on, but um, we seem to have found a happy place with all of this. <laughs> so far, anyway, yeah, we, will, yeah. we will see how it goes with four. Um, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> That's all you can do. Hope for the best. Yeah. So you're currently pregnant. So I have some questions about sure. how, how do you book um, pregnant <laughs> right. <laughs> seems like a very, it seems like a very simple question, but it's probably um, kind of complicated. It's, how do you approach, not. how do you approach, you know, couples who are booking a wedding, for example, and right. you're pregnant and you don't really know what the future holds? Right. Um, how do so, you navigate their insecurities about that? Well, um, I guess when I was pregnant with Hawksley uh, was when I really had to sort of pre-plan, look ahead, look at my due date, look at how pregnant I would be, um, realistically think, how can I, how can I shoot when I'm pregnant? I had been booking one or two years in advance. So the clients that I already had booked, um, I was very detailed and sort of reassuring them, you know, here's where you are on my sort of like pregnancy calendar. I'll be shooting your wedding. This is how far along I'll be here are my backup photographers, um, just in case. I just, I really reassured them that I had a backup plan, that um, because I was pregnant, I would still be available to them, but also was realistic in that, you know, sometimes, sometimes things can happen. And I definitely, if they'd already paid a deposit and had, you know, had any fears or any worries that way, I would definitely um, offer them to chant the chance to say, you know, I'm, we're just not sure if this is a right fit for us. Um, luckily, no one, no one seemed freaked out by the whole pregnancy thing. Um, a lot of people were really positive and really excited for me. I think I did shoot um, the last couple pregnancies, I believe. I did a wedding maybe three weeks before my due date. Um, cutting it that close. I wouldn't always recommend because you're a little uncomfortable. Things can be unpredictable. Mm-hmm. But if you're really upfront with the the couple and really have a great backup plan and introduce, you know, who you have as your backup and make them familiar with their work, I think it just puts their mind at ease. And like I said, it's, it's not for everyone. So if anyone was going to be upset about that or not comfortable, um, I would give them the option to opt out and refund their their um, deposit if it, if it came to that, but luckily it didn't. So speaking of things not going quite according to plan, you and I had a wedding booked this September. Do you remember? Oh yes, I remember. (laughs) And I remember getting a very calm text message from you that you were, that you were in the hospital. So Um, calm. Can you tell, well, it was very calm from my side of the phone. (laughs) Good. That's what I was going for. Not so calm on the other side. (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine. Can you tell me what happened? Sure. So I had uh, made an arrangement with Sophia to 
to shoot a wedding um, under her, for her, however you'd like to put that. And um, at 22 weeks, um, just things kind of did not go how I was expecting. I ended up with some some bleeding happening, um, some cramping, uh, and it was not good uh, when you're 22 weeks pregnant. That's not supposed to happen. So I ended up in the hospital being monitored um, and doctor's orders. I had to be off with my feet up. Um, and so then I'm frantically texting you from the hospital because I knew that weekend I had a wedding coming up and that you were responsible for it. And I literally felt sick. That to me was one of my, my biggest fears, having to call someone and say, sorry about your luck, but this is happening. Um, I was actually panicking. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, it was not good. <laughs> but that being said, you were so wonderful. And I was so grateful because that could go one of two ways. You could be furious and upset with with the cards you were being dealt because I'm sure you were frantically trying to reach out to people to cover that. Um, you know, life can take unexpected turns sometimes, obviously not something I was anticipating or happy to be going through, but, um, super appreciative that you were so understanding during that because I was, I just felt so worried about it. I felt (laughs) sick about it. I don't think I could have handled it any other way. Um, I don't think it would have been very fair of me to be angry at you for your body not behaving the way that you want it to, Um, especially when you're dealing with something as sensitive as you were. Um, I think your pregnancy would trump you showing up at this wedding that I had control over because I was capable of finding someone else to fill your shoes for the day. So luckily, luckily for both of us, I guess, um, we actually had Petro shoot that wedding. Yes. So it turned out pretty well. Thank um, you, Petro. Yeah, thank you, Petro. <laughs> um, and you were able to sit back and relax, although you didn't really seem like you were relaxing. You were very um, concerned for a couple of days there that, that yeah. you know, you were covered for that wedding. Yes, that um, was a, a big concern. That yeah. So many things are running through your head at that point. Yeah. When you're going through something so sensitive like that, yeah. Everything seems just like a big deal. It is a big deal. Just the stress when you're supposed to be calm in that sense. There was just too much to be calm about yeah. like going yeah, on at definitely. that point. Well, and um, I remember you texting me that, you know, you're texting photographers trying to find someone to, to fill your place. And at the same time, the nurse is giving you a dirty look like, mm-hmm. get off your phone. What could possibly yes. be so important that you yes. can't relax? And I just remember saying, I'm not normally like this, but here's the circumstances. And she's yeah. like, oh, I get it. Now get off your phone. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it was really great because uh, we do have a great network of yes, uh, friends in this area. And so many of my friends who, of course, um, I you know, messaged afterwards, like, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being, like, just willing to drop everything and, and jump in if need be. Um, So amazing. So if I haven't already mentioned it in this episode, um, Melissa is a part of that small group of photographers in this area, this small little rural area where I live, um, (laughs) where that I mentioned in the first episode, all these photographers who really get along with each other. Yeah, we have each other's backs and uh, 
It was great. I mean, one of the photographers had family sessions that weekend. She was already trying to sort of orchestrate them, you know, change up their dates so that they could, she could accommodate if need be. And it was just, it was just so amazing. Yeah. So we're going to great friends. Yeah. We're going to repeat what we said in that first episode, which is other photographers are your friends. They are. You're going to need a network of other photographers to help you out, especially when you're dealing with um, things like this that, you know, are unpredictable um, and uncontrollable. So there is, there's nothing you could have done to um, change the situation that you were in. So you were very lucky. I hope you felt comforted that you had people around who could deal with this stuff for you. Big time, because if I didn't, um, it would only make things more stressful in that situation. I would strongly, strongly believe. Yeah, definitely. You get by with a little help from your friends. It's true. (laughs) Definitely. So what about after baby number four comes? What's your plan? My plan is to take some much deserved time to rest. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm going to relish in this next year. Um, I know Carly, my assistant is getting married. So I have I've committed to going and, and doing that for her because that's a very special time. I'm really excited about that. But um, I've always I've I've always been working. Um, I think I just need to step back and just enjoy this baby because this will be our our final chapter with respects to babies and um, just super super limited in what I'm doing. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that. So it, I don't I don't know how well I will do with that because I always have so much on my plate. But I'm really going to try hard to focus and just really enjoy enjoy this next little, little time because <laughs> it goes by so fast. So what are you telling people when they call you and they say, I'm getting married in 2017 and I really want you to be my photographer? What What do you tell them? Right. So... Um, I am taking on a very limited number. Um, basically, you know, you can call Carly and, and see sometimes when you, if, if it's someone close to you or if it's, it's someone you've met along the way, there's, you know, you just have to call and see, call and see what's up. I'm not uh, committing to too much for next year, um, but certainly taking requests and inquiries, they, they will still come in and I'm just kind of sort of filtering and doing a little bit but we've already started booking for 2018 already Mm -hmm. so I'm really excited to get sort of geared up for 2018 if you can believe it that's amazing awesome and then I assume um when you're telling people that you you are not prepared to take them on for 2017 you have photographers that you would recommend Absolutely. I do have a list of local photographers um, that I do recommend. Um, So, you know, if it's not something that I can take on, I will certainly provide a list of those who I trust and would recommend who are in our area. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Now to switch gears just a little bit. I know that you do some fun photography stuff with your daughter, don't you? I do. So yeah, Jolie has has the uh, the knack um, that first camera I, I sort of mentioned that I got as a, an anniversary gift I have passed on to her and she's a super creative little up-and-coming photog she's had some little um, some little projects when she was five she did some fundraising for our local animal shelter and did pet photos and raised $1,500 um, for our local animal shelter 
Um, for her, it started off just taking photos of her Barbies in different positions, <laughs> which was really, <laughs> which was really cool to see. And um, yeah, which led into a whole new sort of experience that I'm I'm wanting to offer, um, which is the Owen Sound Youth Photography Program, which will allow kids who are sort of creative and just like Jolie to come out and learn about photography and just have fun with photography um, through sort of like a, a one night a week programming that will last about eight weeks awesome. with myself sort of on location and not super, I wouldn't say it's um, super technical, although you will learn how to operate uh, a digital SLR if that's what you choose to, to shoot with, but um, more hands-on and kind of get the creativeness flowing in our area. I think there's a real need for that type of programming yeah Yeah. that's really cool it's an interesting way to get kids involved um, in your professional life as well yeah yeah I think a lot of kids are really are really interested a lot of um we had a little sample class and a lot of kids didn't realize what what you could do with photography or or hadn't really experienced um just focusing even just an hour of time with a camera some brought ipads some brought iphones Mm -hmm. some brought you know, all different types of cameras. And um, they were really enjoying it. It was really fun to watch them learning different techniques and just playing around with their camera and realizing all the different things you could do with it. That's, that's exciting for me, because I love seeing what they come up with. Awesome. That is really cool. Yeah. So I think that'll probably do it for us for today, Melissa. Oh, that's awesome. Can you tell the listeners where they can get a hold of you if they would like to? Sure. So I can be reached uh, in many different ways. You can find me on Facebook, Madam Shutterfly, uh, Melissa Cranny Photography. You can visit my website, uh, www.melissacrannyphotography.com. I have a blog as well, uh, Madam Shutterfly, and that's M-M-E-S-H-U-T-T-E-R-F-L-Y at blogspot.com. I am on Instagram as Madam Shutterfly photo, kind of everywhere. <laughs> There's a lot of different outlets where you could, where you could reach me. So Twitter at Madam Shutterfly, um, or you can email me Madam Shutterfly at gmail.com. Perfect. And I believe that you are in our Facebook group, correct? Yes, awesome. absolutely. So I'm hoping that maybe some, some young up and coming photographers might have some questions for you that they will post in yeah. the group. That would be wonderful. Um, I would be very excited to answer any questions. And I would love to hear of other people who are going through a similar, similar type of situation as me being pregnant and running a business as a photographer. I'd love, love to hear about it. Awesome. Amazing. Well, thanks for chatting with me today. Well, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm loving your new venture. That's awesome. (laughs) Way to go. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. There we go, Petro. What did you think about what Melissa had to say? Incredible. Uh, It's good. It's a little bit terrifying, although I should say it shouldn't be very terrifying for me because I do not have children. But (laughs) holy moly, it sounds like a lot of work. Wait, speaking of children, do you not consider Lego and Ego your children? Yeah, they are (laughs) so easy to feed in water, though. (laughs) Although the, the only thing about them, in case people don't know so i have these cats named lego and ego they're they're both orange <laughs> they're both, they both ginger yeah they yeah. they both have attitude um 
they tell me when they need food, which is whenever they're anywhere near their food dish. Mm -hmm. So they seem to think that it's empty all the time. (laughs) Yes, especially if they see the bottom, it's empty. Yeah, it's not. It's never empty. (laughs) (laughs) I'll send you a meme uh, with just that. It shows a full full cat dish bowl, and then there's a little bit of kibble missing from the middle, and it it says (laughs) empty. So, yeah, that would be hey, my cat. We, it must be a ginger cat thing because uh, it's probably a ginger it. species thing. Because That's like, true. if anyone takes any of my poutine, I'm like, no, <laughs> more fine. <please. laughs> I hear you. <clears throat> um, question: Yes, bacon in your poutine? Well, I mean, it depends. So I don't really make my okay. own poutine when I'm out. Basically, if I see anything like poutine with bacon or poutine with pulled pork or something i'm like yep that's the one i'm getting (laughs) nice i knew it (laughs) cool all right well thanks everybody for listening that's uh, it for today you can find us at doubleexposure.show slash itunes where you can give us a really awesome five-star rating and a review please especially if you enjoyed today's episode and uh, uh, with Melissa. Yeah. And give us any feedback you can. Yeah. Be sure that you're subscribed as well Mm -hmm. so that our episodes are coming right into your smartphone. You can listen to our beautiful voices once a week. (laughs) (laughs) As my voice is starting to crack. (laughs) 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 Facebook group. We have a Facebook group where you can interact with us. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. What is the address for that, Sophia? Uh, you can go to doubleexposure.show slash Facebook to find it. You can also search um, Double Exposure Show Group on Facebook. Um, and mm-hmm. we really want you guys to be posting. So we've already had a few people posting about, you know, they want to upgrade their camera. What should they get? Um, they want to get new flashes. What should they get? This is all stuff we can answer for you. And Absolutely. also the other professional photographers will be able to help you out with that. Um, and we have had some questions about printing labs and stuff like that. So, um, Mm -hmm. you are welcome once you have joined to post your questions, post your feedback. We would love to hear it. Absolutely. And if you happen to stumble upon the double double exposure show page, it is, uh, for promotion purposes, mostly, uh, if you want to interact with us, please make sure you're in the group, uh, part of the group, part of our, uh, double exposure show family. I think we might be posting uh, some funny stuff on the page, but um, most of what we'll be posting will be in the group. So that's that's the most interactive spot. Yeah. Um, If you want to read the show notes for this episode, it's doubleexposure.show slash episodes slash seven. But if you go to doubleexposure.show, you can find show notes there. And also our super cool bios, which I just wrote and published there. Love the super cool bios. I am such a good writer, Petro such a good writer that's i agree <laughs> especially if i don't have to be the one doing it the one the other person doing it is the best <laughs> so that makes you the best oh man yeah that's about it if you want to send us an I think email we covered everything. yeah if you want to send us an email you can get a hold of us at doubleexposure.show if you're too shy to post things on the facebook group and we're also looking for some audio clips to add into future episodes so if you have any thoughts on anything you've heard on the show and you really want to give your feedback and have it played on the next show email us an audio clip well and you can also attach the audio clip uh, to our contact form yeah, on our website exactly our website is actually really really good i know 
Yeah. Also, right. um, super good photographer, super good at writing, and amazing web developer. Just saying, mm-hmm. Sophia Lemon. Can you can you pull <laughs> can you pull back a little bit because no. your head doesn't fit into my Skype no. window? <laughs> <laughs> it's just if I was really good at video editing too, like I could just <laughs> show my my head <laughs> exploding in the Skype window, but. I'm not very good at video editing. Is that good? Is that? That's, okay, good. <laughs> that's very humbling. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a rating and review. Um, find the show notes on our website. Join our Facebook group. Is there anything else? Thanks for listening. Is that the end? (laughs) That's the end.